0: This. 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 is Mythical.
1: Welcome to Ear Biscuits, I'm Link. And I'm Rhett. This week at the round table of dim lighting, we have a very, very, very special episode. Um, It's an
0: episode that we thought you would never hear, or uh, more specifically, see. Right, it is the Um, lost
1: episode of Ear Biscuits. It actually was intended to be the first episode of season three of Ear Biscuits, but we had some technical difficulties because we were mm-hmm. doing this video thing for the first time. It's important for us to, to
0: set things off on the right
1: track exactly. from we the didn't, beginning. We didn't want a compromised episode to be the first episode of the video version of Ear Biscuits. Ear Biscuits is back, you gotta make a big deal of it. So but, we shelved it. Um, but it was a good conversation
0: yeah it was the very first one there was there was a certain energy to the unknown of feeling our way through bringing the round table into the video format mm-hmm. um we t- I mean we we ended up burying our souls or other body parts yeah not, not I mean not physically
1: it gets very personal um,
0: but it but it gets very personal and then you know from there we talked about you know I talked about some personal stuff that is happening in in my family's life that um, ultimately, uh, having made the decision for us to talk about it, it was we wanted you to be
1: able to hear it and experience it and share it with us so. And we wanted to put this little intro on the beginning, I mean obviously uh, there were no technical difficulties on the audio side but we wanted to put this on both the video and the audio version because we repeatedly refer to this episode being the first episode of Ear Biscuits and you would be mm -hmm. very very confused if we didn't uh, just put this little intro on orienting you to what's about to happen.
0: So you'll just see the wide shot uh, with one minor exception, but other than that, um, it should feel like a normal ear biscuit experience. Yes, don't be alarmed. Just, just accept it. With no uh, open your ears. Close-up shots of us. If if that's your thing, this isn't going to be the one you want to watch. <laughs> well,
1: you can maybe do your own zooms and crops. Oh, okay. That can feel be done. free to do your own zooms and crops. I I don't think it's worth it. Just um, just listen and enjoy this lost episode of ear biscuits. It's found here. It is. You already know how often we touch our hair. I mean, um, on Good Mythical Morning, but now it's going to. I'm just really resisting the urge to touch my hair. Currently? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm always. Constantly. I, I, I want to touch
0: it all the time. <laughs> yeah. You constantly want to touch it. Um, the hair.
1: Yeah. Okay. So hair. So. Um, a lot has happened since uh, the end of season two of Ear Biscuits and, and one of those things that has happened is um, a lot of people have asked, when is Ear Biscuits coming back? And we've been like, w- uh, not anytime soon. That was sort of the standard line. Yeah. because um, we've been doing a lot of other things. Of course, uh, Good Mythical Morning, going strong as always, uh, been working on our book. We did buddy system this year, mm-hmm. last year. And um, but we still there wasn't I'm a I'm trying place. to figure out
0: what it is that made us want to do it, and I think it's we still find ourselves having conversations yeah. between the two of us that no one else hears, and I think in the back of our minds, we're, we're we are just thinking, why am I just talking to this guy? Yeah, I mean we should. We should probably monetize this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is the thinking, right? Or, well,
0: no. We should probably we should, sh-
1: share this. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's we should a probably share. That's this. a probably more palatable way to put and it. And we save stuff
0: uh, to talk about on Good Mythical More, but there's still we we still end up talking. We spend so much time together, and every time we just talk to each other, it's does it is it pointless?
1: No. Are you? It seems like you're questioning the foundations of our friendship <laughs> now. I mean. Are are you saying that our friendship has become uh seems like you're baiting me. So outwardly focused that it is no longer for we it's no longer for us and now it's just for the mythical beasts? Well, I don't think that's the case. Then why do you want to do this? Um uh to monetize it. <laughs> no, no no. No. So it, it, well, you know. I'm gonna si- I'm sit on my foot now. You do whatever you want, you don't have to justify every physical action. I'm gonna my action. sweater halfway I, off. I, you're gonna have to get to a place where you can just do the physical things without openly acknowledging them. Like you thinking about your hair I'm, and touching hey, it? I'm helping you, you help me. Um, Leave it up. No, but the I, I think the reason we wanna do this is because uh, podcasting, I mean, really, when you talk about the things that we've done that are the, you know, the favorite of the things that we have done. We, we we enjoy a lot of different things for a lot of different reasons, but uh, the times that we've had uh, at this round table of Den Lighting, it's a totally different thing. It's different than GMM, I mean, we're not gonna put any weird stuff on our head or uh, eat something eat that something. makes us vomit, uh, play a weird game. That's not what this is about, uh, and of course it's not some uh, Something that's been planned for for months on end that is meticulously presented in the way that we want it to be presented, like buddy system.
0: Okay, yeah. So this is. or this the is, book, but this scratches a niche. This it's is just something, a totally different thing. Well, it's totally unplanned. I think we've demonstrated we don't have a clue what we know we're going to we talk about. We haven't even talked about just, what
1: today's show is going to be about.
0: We, yeah, we've just and so it far is, it is becoming that right now. So far, it's just been us talking about. Doing it. Let's just keep that how
1: how long can we stretch this that out? This is too meta. We yeah. don't need
0: to stretch anything out.
1: You may appreciate this conversation if you already are a fan of air biscuits, but you know, over six minutes in at this point, if this is your first ear biscuit, you're like, is this what is ear biscuits just a podcast about a podcast? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, we're just kind of getting back in the swing of things. Oh, you yeah, we're getting loose. we getting get, get loose. Into the Groove, man. I might take my jacket off. Take your jacket off. I don't want to because it's, it's such a plain t shirt. It's take a shoulder off, but then put it back. That's what I did. I mean, I've gone through so many iterations already. All right, there's a I, shoulder. I got a v neck. I recently heard, uh, <clears throat> my, okay. I, I I wear a lot of V-necks. Uh, I'll just be honest with you, and uh, I wear a lot of plain V-necks. You know, Link's kind of the funky T-shirt guy, and I'm the plain T-shirt guy. I might wear some patterns of uh, you know s- colors that shouldn't go together on like a collared shirt. That's kind of what I do. Oh yeah, um, but I'm not really a graphic tee kind of guy. You've kind of you've you've sort of got that on lockdown. But Do I have you a lot. Feel
0: like you can't purchase a T. No no, 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 on no, no, no. Of course, course of me.
1: No, I mean, I just, I, I don't, I don't like it when my t T-shirt says too many things, too, too much. I don't, I, don't, I like to keep people guessing, like a ninja. Okay. So, but I wear a a V-neck, and I wore one to a party recently, and a friend uh, of mine who is sort of equally a friend of my wife's as well, we, we were he was talking to, he, and he's a very fashionable person. You also know this person, but I'm not going to disclose his name. Right now, can I guess? No, you can't guess. We're not going to play a game. We don't play games. We don't play. We games. don't play games. Was I at the party? No, uh, you were not at this one. Okay, and that's to, fine. I, I, you weren't. In, you weren't invited. I didn't tell you. Actually, that's you cool. were and you left early. I was there earlier. Yeah, and he began to tell talk at to my Sanchez's wife Sanchez's party about my shirt. Let's call him Sanchez. And he Sanchez was like, uh, you know, v necks He's very. He's very direct. He has a good relationship with my wife. Uh, he's like, uh, you know. He really shouldn't. You know, V necks are like five years ago. It's out five years. Five years ago, like a half decade. Ouch. Yeah. H- how did
0: I miss a half decade? <laughs> well, v necks are not working. Well, look at well, Casey. How long have you had that V neck? Five months. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, well, I, I've, I'm constantly.
1: Re- I mean, first I've of all. i never worn a V-neck because I knew they were going out. No, the reason that you don't wear V-necks don't is because. Don't bring me you, into this. You, I, you've, already, you've told me this. I'm not making anything up that you haven't told me. You told me you don't wear V-necks because of the the patch of hair that popped Too much hair, up. too much hair. And uh, I, don't, I don't have a whole lot, you know, I gotta go a little bit lower than a deep V to get there, but I just can't believe that something that is as subtle as the shape of the collar is something that can go out of style, so I refute Sanchez. I don't believe that v-necks are out of style. I don't think that they can, they actually can go out of style. I'm going to keep wearing them unless, you know, the people in the comments on, on one of the platforms where ear biscuits is enjoyed prove me wrong. I am all. Yeah, so I, you're I, inviting yeah. you,
0: Red is inviting you to let him know if v-necks are out. And don't just take his side because you like him. Uh, be honest. I think this is a moment, uh, an opportunity where you can help the guy. I mean, Sanchez was took a risk and <laughs> Rhett threw it in his face. I don't need a Later Sanchez, on a right. podcast that he's not listening to.
1: Yeah, I don't need a Sanchez. what did you say to him at the time? I need a, well. Did I, you get defensive? I had walked out of the room. He. he oh, he said it to her and yeah. you weren't even there. It was one of those things like when you gotta break up with a girl and you tell her friend. Oh Yeah, you gotta tell a man he's, his v-neck's out of style, you tell his wife. Oh gosh. You go through the wife. Five years ago. And how fashionable
0: is Sanchez, because I still don't know who you're talking about. He's uh, he's pretty fashionable. Ooh. I mean, I've taken some
1: cues from him. Does, and, really? Yeah. And Does he wear like the big round collars? <laughs> no, 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 he's not super neck. Super neck? He doesn't wear super necks.
0: <laughs> is that what they're called? I, just, I just
1: made that up. Mm. Uh, he's fashionable though, I respect his fashion choices. But uh, but you know what? You're getting old, brother. That's
0: what it is, man. Well, that is something that I, I was you, wear bit, it proudly. You're, you're you're old and I'm right behind you. Okay. I well, think that's what you've missed. I mean, if that's what this podcast is about like we have aged. But there's only certain things we can talk to season. you about and one of those is just that we're
1: getting we're getting older. Well, let me let, let's be more specific about that. Of course we're getting older. Everyone is getting older right now except anyone who's beating the aging process. I'm glad you said that because that makes me feel better. And we're not getting any older faster than anyone else is technically. However, I do feel, and I don't know how long it's been, it's been over a year since the end of season two of uh, Ear Biscuits, well over a year. Yeah. And I feel like in my life and in my body more than a year has passed. That's how I feel. And when I think about life stage, when I think about. Like because we're working too hard? No, I'm just saying, when I think about the things that have happened, when I think about the fact that um, both of us independently have scheduled trips to see a proctologist. We gonna talk about that. Within a week of one another. Mm. So I'm that's fresh. A, That's a sign that so, something has changed in the anus. Particularly <laughs> yes, specifically. Like now, you get when
0: you get <clears throat> old you get hemorrhoids?
1: young people can get hemorrhoids? Also, now you're going to tell them why we went.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: For hemorrhoids.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've had I've had the condition. I'm not going to I'm about not going to say the
1: h word anymore. I'm just going to say the condition. So we're I mean, it's official. We're talking about hemorrhoids now? But the condition. You didn't wanna talk about them in general. Uh, Or specifically as it relates to us. I'll talk about
0: the experience. I'll talk about going to a proctologist. Okay, do that. By the way, they're called. I'll listen. They're called colorectal surgeons now.
1: Which is scary, right from the beginning? Right, it's like I'm I'm just when I coming was in, in to yeah. get surgery. When I was in the waiting on my, room on my butthole, and, and 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 I saw the certificate of the doctor, and it said colorectal surgery. I was like, whoa! <laughs> I didn't sign up for that. I don't right. need rectal surgery. <laughs> That's not what I'm here for. I just got a little discomfort.
0: Well, the guy that I went to, because I went to a different guy, because I, you know, I just didn't, I didn't want to. I, I just didn't. I didn't I felt like that would be too intimate between the two of us. If I went to the same guy that if he did that to you yeah. and then he did it to me. Yeah. What if we showed up at the same time? Yeah. What if he put us in the same room? It's like cause sure, we're friends. It's like
1: it's like going on a date with the same girl within a week of each other. It's a sloppy <laughs> second situation. It's like it's like Except it's the reverse because he's sticking his finger in our butts. Oh gosh. I well, it's like I'm just being honest. That's what happens when you go to a proctologist. That's what happens. It's that just is what a Standard fare. Well, I went in. We're talking about this, do, though. Do it, I, just yes. letting it register. Okay,
0: here it is. Don't. I'm not going to let it register that way. I'm. <laughs> yeah, you keep, talking about, keep talking about it. Well, this goes back, man. I mean, I don't. This is not like within the last year. I'm. My no. aging is accelerating. In like the anal region,
1: exactly. Well, let, let me explain. Because it's not the condition that has has is a sign of aging. It's the willingness to see someone about it that is a that is a result of aging. Because hemorrhoids are very common. Like I do a lot of Google searches for medical conditions because yeah. I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac. I haven't really disclosed that before, but I have now. And so if I see something, I it was hypochondriac. Uh, it, well, I think that's someone who doesn't worry. That's me. I don't know. Is it uh, hypochondriac or hypochondriac? Because we got to be right about we this. Gotta... Because I am that link. You're right. It's hypochondriac. A person you who have is proving me right. Abnormally right anxious right the about their health. Yes. As opposed to a hypochondriac, someone who is search that really fast and l- let's see and nothing concerned come about their health. Hypochondriac is a common mispronunciation. It's someone
0: someone who, when they believe they have something,
1: they search it really fast. Uh Uh-oh, a hypochondriac is one who thinks there is nothing wrong with them despite medical evidence that they got symptoms of a disease. Are you kidding me? So that's what I am. So I was exactly wrong, they're both words? No, maybe that's the Urban, is that the Urban Dictionary? But hypochondriac.org. dot org. Oh, this is, this is fake news, guys. <laughs> oh, but let, let's right. go back. <clears throat> but oh, but, but, but I, 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 let me finish the point. I'm a hypochondriac, just like my mom, just like my brother. My dad does not have this gene. He's but we, a hypochondriac. We worry about urban. ourselves and when we see things, and when I, uh, you can Google a condition, and because so many people Google conditions, Google has figured out, that it would be most beneficial and efficient if they put up the nature of so the nature of the problem and how common it is so you don't have to go into webmd or or the like in order to just make yourself silly so when you look up hemorrhoids which incidentally say the condition impossible to spell without spell correction Without you know you no, there's no, more m's than you think. I can spell it now because it's, it it's been corrected so many times. Uh, but no person, I, I believe this strongly. No person has ever just correctly spelled the condition. And of course, I'm talking about hemorrhoids when I say the condition for the last time. When just just on a whim, just tried to spell it. Uh, but it's very common, so it's not. I, I think like up to like 30 to 40 percent of the population will report having the condition. Uh, in their lifetime, so well, like, if that many people report it, how many people don't report it? So Seventy then, to eighty, right? So, so then, a hundred percent of people have. L- we've all got hemorrhoids from time to time. The condition. Well, Sorry, the condition.
0: Uh, I remember when mine popped up, or literally popped out. I mean, it was. Oh Come on, you don't. We uh, were at the. We were gosh. in New York City at the gel conference, and I, you know, uh, I don't live in New York, and when I visit. Y- there's this expectation, and the whole city set up so that you walk around everywhere. And we were we we're supposed to write and perform a song at the same time on stage at a conference called the Gel Conference. I remember and I, this. And I was really, I was anxious about that. And I think, and I, you know, my sphincter gets tight oh, when I on. get anxious. I just like. Can you use code words? My condition place gets <laughs> yeah, there. We go gets tight. Uh, that's where I hold. Some people hold the stress in their shoulders. Let me just
1: butt in a second I hold, uh, and, okay. say, and say okay. that uh, again. This is the first one. This, this is, is the this death knell. This, this is, is so. This is season bad. three, episode one. We've decided to film it, and we're talking about the condition. I, I just. You're probably wanna, thinking,
0: are they going to show the condition spot? I want. No, no, no. It's not. We're not.
1: You don't. You don't need. Yeah. You. You. Just, we're not going to be that stupid. Just chill. Because, I'm so chill right uh, now. This isn't what the podcast is going to be. Ear Biscuits is not going to be us talking uh, about, talking about this our, stuff. the condition or our conditions. Again. But we have to get it out of our system. We don't know what it's gonna be about and somehow this early it has become about us talking about our condition. But what I'm saying is. I, I just apologize and you can stop listening now. It's, I'm sorry. Or, or watching. It's, it's gonna keep happening. No one would blame you. So I'm walking around
0: the NYC, yeah, New York with City, with my W I F E, yeah, as and a wife. You
1: and your wife. Yeah, it's me and my wife.
0: And it's at one point I just remembered feeling, oh gosh, it was like it's, it's just like it's like now it didn't feel right, man, and it scared the, Pabonky out of me. <laughs> okay, Pabonky. <laughs> I had to make up a word. Uh, I mean upon further inspection a little bit later, I was like, oh, that." I mean it's like, I didn't immediately know it was the condition. I thought it was like, I didn't know what it was. You thought you were dying. But it was very scary.
1: Most people think they're dying. I asked my wife to look at it. Oh gosh, that's intimacy.
0: Yeah, I mean, it scared her. And then, I mean, uh, I didn't do anything about it and it kinda went away. For the most part, but I've lived with it for eight years.
1: Yeah, and you've complained about it quite a bit.
0: But it, at a certain point, you get of a certain age, and you you reach a certain level of discomfort, and a couple other symptoms start to start to make an appearance, mm-hmm. and then yeah. um, you're like, man, I got to get in there. I no longer care if this means I have to let someone who I who I meet within seconds put their finger in my rectum. I I it it just I have I don't care anymore. And you know I'm what? That
1: uncomfortable. Okay. And you will tell us about your trip to the proctologist because that's so intriguing. And I will tell them about my trip to the proctologist. Yes, you but will. But first, Lincoln, I tell you what it was like in my bed last night. Uh, yes, please don't
0: <laughs> don't do. Okay.
1: I only if this is for a product. It, it is. It's for a product. It's for the parachute sheets uh, that we were given to try out and i right. i put them along with my wife put them on the bed last night
0: okay team building exercise and then
1: oh yeah we didn't fight at all when we put wow. them on because we were just talking about the finish she was like yes i went with the sateen finish we've never done that before a little bit of a sheen there oh. i got in it was smooth as silk i had an incredible night's sleep Wow, I'm not making this up, man. And you you didn't you you haven't put yours on your bed yet, but you have yours. They're in the back of your car. I put the box in the back of your car. Really? You have the opportunity to sleep on them tonight, and then you can tell me what you think. Did
0: you experience the premium quality that only gets softer with time?
1: Yeah, they got. I mean, I think it got softer throughout the night.
0: Okay. Well, did you experience the way they were made responsibly? 100% natural with no harmful chemicals or synthetic softeners?
1: Yeah, I felt I felt no harmful chemicals, no softeners, no synthetic softeners.
0: Did you experience that they were giving back by partnering with the United Nations Foundation's Nothing But Nets campaign to donate life-saving malaria prevention bed nets? Yeah,
1: I thought I felt that. That's Yeah, I thought I felt that. That is sweet. Right around the leg area. Okay, I am sold, what do I do? Uh, you visit- I put parish- them on the bed because I've well, got you, my, You've got them, but, then, but I, our getting, listeners. I'm getting our, some more for my loved ones. Our listeners have a special offer here. They can visit parachutehome.com slash ear for free shipping and returns, and they get a 60-night trial. If they don't love it, they just send it back. No questions asked. That is parachutehome.com slash ear for free shipping and returns. Nice. Tell us about the proctologist. You went before me. So why don't you? <clears throat> I think I, I think I may have told this story at some point. I, I, maybe I didn't. Yeah, I went uh, five years ago for the first time. That's right. Five years ago when I was having my own issues with the condition while we were travel, traveling around making. I was talking
0: about two weeks ago.
1: Commercial kings. You went two weeks ago, right? I went five years ago. That was the first time the guy said, that's my finger.
0: Oh, well, tell me that As story he, proper.
1: Yeah. Tell me the proper story. Uh, Well, I mean, it it was very, the only thing I remember is the thing I'm trying to forget, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? That's the situation that I'm in right now. Yeah, but tell me.
0: I mean, not that I'm into it, but. I just remember he said. I just wanna know if my experience was the same. Well,
1: from the first time? From the first time. Well, the first time, he said, uh, he came in there and he was like, I'd like you, uh, I'm gonna have you drop your drawers, you can leave your shirt on. He said drawers? Which makes, well I don't, I may, I'm may. i paraphrasing. It, five years ago, okay. he said take your pants off, <laughs> leave your shirt on, which made me feel like a cartoon character. And, because um, <laughs> personally, if I'm taking my pants off, I feel like I should take my shirt off too. There's no, you feel so much more vulnerable when you're just bottom half naked than when you're just completely naked. Completely naked is like warrior, B- bottom half naked is, <laughs> I should be violated. You're right. You know what I'm saying? And I think they do that. I think he tells you keep your top on because they're trying to humiliate you. Humiliate you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like Snoopy or Mickey, man, you're right. Yogi. Yogi. Yogi wore a tie, actually. I had on a shirt, (laughs) not just a tie. (laughs) Take off everything but put on this tie. But then he says, (laughs) me and Marissa, I don't don't remember her name, me and Marissa will be in in a second. I'm like, well, who's Marissa? (laughs) You know, and all of a sudden there's a there's the doctor who's you remember a man her name. and Marissa. No, I'm making it up, but okay. again paraphrasing. Who's a woman, and not just a, a woman like a like a uh, like straight out of school, like y- too young for m- my comfort level. <laughs> and um, and uh, and this is not about your comfort level. It's it, about the well, lack of it. it. That's all I was thinking about. And he's like, okay, bend over, and uh, and then he and then the next thing he said was, "That's my finger." And of course, what he meant by that is, "That's my finger." Inside of you right now, <laughs> already, and uh, that was my finger. Because it could literally. be, it could be anything. He was r- confirming that it was the finger, and uh, <laughs> he investigated, <laughs> did the doctor thing that he needed to do, and <clears throat> uh, I put my pants back on, and uh, he was like, "Well, yeah, you've got, you've got the condition, uh, but it's not too serious, and here's some something, and <laughs> going about your business." And I've had a good a good five year stretch. Well, that's probably a bad word. <laughs> I've had a good five years, uh, good five years, uh, where things have been okay. And uh, but then recently, when you started talking about how you needed to see a doctor again, I was like, you know, that gave you the itch. To tell you the truth, my condition has never resolved itself, and I think I need to go back again. Getting closer to forty, should probably go and. Uh, this time it was basically the same exact situation but the, the doctor was much more personable. Was Marissa, did Marissa say anything? You left that uh, out. She made gave me no compliments if that's what you're asking. <laughs> she said nothing. I think they, I, I think they. Second they, time around, no Marissa? I think, no, uh, there was no Marissa for stage one this time around and first of all, I don't know how your doctor had you do it but my doctor had me get on my side like a baby. In the fetal position. In the fetal position, and that was, his, that was his angle of approach. Whereas the first guy, it was bending over a table. Oh wow. So I definitely preferred the, it's more comfortable to be in the fetal position because you already feel like a baby. You know, the, you, you it's like having a, your temperature taken, so. Yeah, when you bend over, it's like you're being punished. Yeah, and so I was more comfortable, we had quite a conversation while I was in this position, and uh, then Marissa came in, uh, again, another lady, Uh, I would just always call anyone who was assisting a colorectal colorectal surgeon, Marissa, and. uh, But it was another woman. Yeah, and that was when he went, he did it like a, they don't care. He did a, he he put a camera in there. (laughs) And I'm not talking like a DSLR. (laughs) I mean, just a a camera that was. Uh, That's a uh, uh, DSLR going in there. I gotta get my Instagram (laughs) updated. (laughs) After he updated his Instagram. But Marissa, well, you,
0: Ma- don't, you don't updated it. What do you mean, updated Instagram? You
1: know, keep it up to date. Man, you
0: wearing your V neck <laughs> shirts? Talking about, I don't, I don't even use Instagram, and uh, I know the verb is not updated. Post, okay. I don't know what Posted it is, but to it's not, Instagram. Oh, he just updated his Instagram. Is that it?
1: What I was trying to do is make a joke about how, you know, that's what the doctor does. He takes a picture of your butthole for his Instagram. <laughs> but actually it, it was a uh it was a camera that's just designed for the butt and uh do you have it can i see it no it's it's not disposable and you don't get to keep it they take it out and uh he uh he said do you have the picture? he said come back in 3 weeks which that's another week for me oh nice uh which incidentally uh which
0: we'll make another podcast he's
1: monitoring something in case you're wondering <laughs> I'm gonna be okay. Is he
0: monitoring it right now? Is uh, there a camera constantly? No, he,
1: t- he, he removed it. Now, but you, you also have a, a come in three weeks situation from what I heard, what you told me, but you didn't give me the details because you said you would give me the details here on the show. Well, the doctor, um, the nurse asked me questions. We're halfway through this, by the way. We're still talking about it, it but you know.
0: Well, it's important Yeah, to get it out. Uh and she was asking me all this history questions while i'm fully clothed marissa and then, yeah marissa she's everywhere she uh then as she's leaving the room she's like take off your pants and your underwear and put on this gown you got a gown so i got a gown i didn't get it but i did gown. leave my shirt on and i put my gown over that but it was open in the back and i sat back down and then then he comes in and he talks to me a little bit and he's not the whole time he's talking to me i'm like Looking at his hand. Yeah, I'm like, does he have tiny hands? (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) and uh, I, you know, I think he could tell I was looking at his hand because he kept moving it up by his face to like try to make eye contact.
1: (laughs) Follow the hand, Mister Neil.
0: See a visual joke. Yeah, right. I could do that. You gotta V over there. If you're listening to the audio
1: version of your biscuits. You just missed a visual joke. When Link said uh move the hand, I took my hand and put it into the the Spock symbol and put it over my right eye. It's very funny in the in the in the video version. It worked. Not to make you feel left out. I I think most people could enjoy both. Do not enjoy the video version of your biscuits while driving down the lanes. Unless you're in the back seat watching on a screen,
0: so I didn't hear anything he said. I was just waiting for him to say bend over or, or roll over or whatever. And yeah. He, like a dog. And he he said he said I want you to I want you to lay on your right side. Your well, right first, side, huh? The first thing he said was I was on my left side. It's like he was he was talking, and I was like I was answering a specific, very specific questions about the condition and the sensations and the history of it. And he's like, "Well, let's take a look." And that's when I'm like. <gasps>
1: <laughs> you know, you got to keep breathing. That's the key. Got to
0: keep breathing. Yeah, he's like lay on your right side. So I got in the fetal position. Yeah, and I'm facing the wall. Much better than the bent over position. I, I think that. It, I mean, I just can't imagine having to do. You've done it both ways. Yeah, but I agree with your preference. Yeah, and he did not give me any warning. He was just poked right in there.
1: Did it make that noise? So, I think I could help I could diagnose that you have a problem. He's <laughs> not supposed to make a cartoon noise. He had to pop a
0: bubble, <laughs> oh gosh, no, he didn't uh and it was it didn't feel great, and then it was like, I'm gonna go four quadrants oh, really? and I want you to tell me how that feels. So it's like well, it's like who knew it had four quadrants. It's like is that a, is it a good thing that I got four quadrants? I think
1: everything has four quadrants. Well, he divided it into four, but it's a circle. I, I mean, think that's the definition of a quadrant: it's just dividing something into four. He did, well <laughs> he he did,
0: he did. He was like this quadrant. How does it? You know, he's like rate the pain here, 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 and here. And uh, I let him know that at certain points, at cert- certain, qu- there was a quadrant hot spot. Okay, oh, there's no need to get. Uh, yeah, you've more, already gotten pretty specific. More, but I mean, it was like, please let this be over quickly, man, and um, then it was, and I sat back up and I talked to him and um, he he had on a glove at that point. I was like, oh, I didn't see him put on a glove. I guess he had on the glove the whole time. That would be proper. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't remember him putting on a glove. He's thought he was going bare <laughs> 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 Yeah, I felt at one point I felt like I needed to stop and ask him, but he did, and it, the glove was coming off at that point. But then he's like talking, 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 and I'm like just trying to recover from the moment. And the whole time I'm thinking, when this is over, am I going to shake his hand? Mm-mm. So no. my, hand, my hands were back. I was like, I was like propped up. I was propped back on the on the the bench, the seat, the right, the table thingy. And then he tells me everything he's like, "Well, I want you to tr- I want you to try this shrinking suppository." So I'm <laughs> I'm doing that for a couple of weeks and then come back. And um uh, and I'm like, "Okay." And I'm not extending my hands or anything. And then he's like, it's like, "Any questions?" And I'm like, "Nope." I look at the hand, and then he's like, "Well, let me summarize." And he summarizes everything. Yeah. And then it's like, I keep thinking it's going to be over, and then he's like, "Here comes the hand." And then I of course shook, I shook his hand. I'm not going to deny. And he took the glove off though. The glove was, <laughs> the glove was off at yeah, this yeah, point, yeah. and I shook the hand. But it did feel weird. I mean, he didn't shake my hand when he first met me. And he had just, I mean, while I was waiting, mm. I heard like uncomfortable sounds from the room next door. Like, oh really? Yeah, I could hear through the wall. He was in there with another person, and it was not going well. At one point, I heard someone say. Are you gonna be able to drive home?
1: Oh gosh.
0: This Th- is right before he comes in. You had a bad experience. This I, is right before he comes in. My,
1: Are you gonna be able to drive home? Yeah, my guy, there was nobody. I was the first one there. The, no one else was in the waiting room. There was nobody else having to question whether or not they were gonna drive home. Wow, what was he doing to that guy? I don't wanna know. Me neither, I, man. I think we can move on now. Uh, what
0: did we learn here though? I mean, we're going. we're gonna, I think it's going to happen multiple times over the next couple of months. I mean they they want us both back.
1: Yeah, I, I just think It's going to be more probing. I think that part of getting older.
0: And I went to the dentist this morning. I mean, I got it going well, in
1: both orifices. But that's pretty. Just, I mean, the dentist is kind of a yeah, normal thing. That's it's like kind of every, a normal every thing. Six months. But, I mean, but it's I'm seeing really.
0: a pattern here. I'm just I'm yeah, I'm getting I'm, comfortable the, with just getting in a chair or on a table, and people are just inserting. Stuff. Well, professionals. That's what getting professionals are. Professionals. Yeah. Yes. Be very specific. That's important.
1: Um, I think this. I'm getting comfortable with. I that. think that's part of getting older is understanding that, um, yeah, you're moving into this stage. You're moving into the stage where you have to be evaluated by professionals physically, in order to make sure that you make it through the next half of your life, man. That's we're havers, man. That's what's happening. I don't know what the current life expectancy for an American male is, but I gotta assume we're like halfway there. I mean that's literally what is happening to us right now. You don't think it's in the mid-80s? What is the life expectancy for a an adult male American? And I'm gonna guess that the answer is... 84. Uh, you think it's 84, I would say it's 81 for a male. And then for a female, I would say it's 85 for a female. I'm saying 84
0: and 86. And then Rhett is saying 81 and 85.
1: Okay, so it was 78. Oh, 78. What did I say?
0: Man, you said 81.
1: No. For a man, I said 81? I don't remember what you said. Link, either way you look at it, we're more than halfway there, man. You're at. I'm exactly halfway there. And here's the problem. I'm exactly halfway there and you're almost halfway there.
0: The problem is, people have just started putting their finger in our butts. Yeah and that's that's all we've got to look forward to for the next 40 years. We should have been spreading it out. Use a better analogy, man. (laughs) We should have been allowing that to happen much earlier. If if there's a certain amount of mm, finger pokes that
1: you get. But the finger pokes don't have any impact or effect in the first 40 years. I've felt an don't, impact. Most people don't need them. But you know another thing that has happened, because I think we should stop talking about the condition. Yeah with, let's move. To, let's, talk move. About something let's move to away else. from it. Um, another thing that has happened is since the last time we had an, we, we, we made a near biscuit, we both have teenager children now. Yeah Lily turned 13.
0: Uh, a year ago, and Locke just turned thirteen. Just turned thirteen. Now,
1: so we 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 both have thirteen-year-olds, and I mean, my son wasn't even with me when he turned thirteen. He was in Africa. It's funny because Lily was in China.
0: Well, look at us. We send them away to to become teenagers. <laughs> yeah, beca- like go to the <laughs> other side of the earth if you're going to become a teenager. She had. Yeah, I don't be with me. Lily had a friend who's uh her best one of her best friends dad was working for Disney uh building the park over there yeah building the Shanghai Disney right uh, so they lived over there for i can't remember how many months 4 months 6 months maybe i think they were over there almost a year that's what I remember. Maybe, but um, but Lily went over for a couple of weeks. She went over for a couple of weeks, uh, with friends of the with family members. So she flew over there with them, and she turned thirteen. And we didn't, you know, we didn't
1: didn't even send her it, a card. It
0: turned out, you know, she made
1: it. Turned out we didn't need to be there for her to become a teenager. Right. It still happens whether you're there or not. It's not like quantum mechanics. Um, and then Locke turned. 13 in Africa because he went there with uh, my wife, uh, one of his one of his friends, again, it's a friend connection, one of his friends has started a charity over there uh, helping to build schools and uh, s- giving, uh, s- giving kids resources and access to health services and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went over there with some of his friends and he was in a hut. I mean so they did a lot of things, they were in Uganda but there was one night, the day of his birthday, where they went to like a remote village. So, I mean, he stayed, they stayed in like a, a relatively nice hotel and they stayed in some different places. But there was the the time that they went to the remote village and they, it was like, we're going to let you guys see what it's like to stay in a hut. Literally, a hut, like, is somebody's house. It's not like, like, a hey, floor type situation. Let's bring the Western tourists in and have them stay in a museum piece. No, it's like, this is someone's home that you stay in. So Jesse and Locke stayed in this person's home and, uh, Inside of a mosquito net, you know, you had to have a mosquito net. Yeah, even though sure. they had all their like malaria stuff before they went, um, they had to be in the mosquito net. And they, he turned thirteen in, in a mosquito net. That's in, cool in this mosquito net.
0: And what did he say about it? I mean, it was it they, they sleep in the mosquito net or was it just for them? I don't.
1: No, yeah, I mean they, they you, all sleep in. If the you mosquito have access net, right? to a mosquito net, you use it. That, yeah, I mean And that's, yeah. that's in fact that's one of the easiest ways to help people in Africa is with mosquito nets, it actually is the right. most effective way that you can give, that you can donate in terms of how your dollar uh, rela- impacts saving a human life is through a mosquito net. Anyway, so um, they had a birthday party for him in this little village and they made a cake for him and they thought his name was Rocky.
0: How did Because his Because na- his
1: name is Locke. And they like brought him up front and they were like, Rocky? And he was like, yeah, he like didn't want a rookie. <laughs> so they were like, they sang happy birthday to Rocky. <laughs> so not only did great. he become 13, now he's, we call him Rocky. <laughs> he got a
0: new name. Yeah, he got a whole new name. That's he came great. back from
1: Africa with a new name, a new identity. Rocky, he's going to be a boxer. And, um, but, you know, I wrote this, I wrote in his card and, you know, I I, I try to. I I always write a, re- legibly. a you rather right legible. Well, and I try to write a rather lengthy, meaty, somewhat substantial thing in their in their birthday cards or yeah, whatever yeah. you know. Um, my wife got me into that because that's kind of her family. Always my my family on the other hand was always like the way that you know uh, the way that my mom has always written into birthday cards. Has been like, she'll take what the card says inside and she'll like underline three words. Yeah. (laughs) So she'll like take what was written inside the card, which is the perfect thing that she selected and bought, and then she'll add her own emphasis. Emphasis added by Diane. And then she'll be like, what he said. And then she's, and then of course she says, just above here. and, and, And she will write, you know, a couple of sentences, and that's how I always was. I was like, listen, they, people; these people know that I love them, and I can communicate that in other ways than sitting down and writing a card, but then when I met Jessie, it was like, oh no, her family does things different, so they would write very long, you know, You, in fact, you had to write a well-thought-out, long, different thing. It couldn't be the same thing that you said last year. Because they keep it. Right. And they'll compare. And so now, you know, I'm, I'm writing things for Valentine's Day and for birthday, from from my wife, uh, and of course I'm writing something thoughtful. But I I think this is it's a better tradition. I, I think this is a good adaptation is, that our family has made. This is a good thing that you're being forced to do because I think that the kids will look back and think like, okay, this is what this is where I was in my life, and this is what my dad was communicating to me. And also hopefully something that I say now will have some sort of impact. But you just I just start thinking I'm just like, man, he's 13. He is he is who he's going to be. Like that's what it, I'm just like I, I mean I I, I, sh- I should write something thoughtful and I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I'm no longer parenting, but you just start thinking it's just like in a lot of ways, it's over. with our With our teenagers, we can guide and we can help direct and we can be there and we can answer questions and we can help them make good decisions and we're going to continue to do all those things. But when it comes to like the core of who they are as a person, the kind of person that they're going to be it is largely determined it has largely been determined well that it's not going to keep us from continuing to try
0: oh you keep trying but so i'm so you wrote i mean so you, is that what you
1: wrote or you wrote, I wrote, you wrote something in there i said you are who you are no you didn't ostalavisa no
0: no i no i I, I, and, I and he opened it in the in the um, mosquito net
1: i well i don't know i haven't talked to him about the opening of the card
0: he should ask what him
1: i'm about trying it. to say is that I wanted it to be impactful, and I wanted it to be substantial, and I wanted it to be like, "This is from my dad, and I'm turning 13. This is a big deal." And that's, I said all those things, and I think it was meaningful. I haven't talked to him about it, but I'm sure it was meaningful. <laughs> uh, he hasn't brought it up. But, but what I but I'm sure what I was thinking him. as I was writing it is like, man, 13 years have passed. It's like if this was a hundred years ago, I'd be like, son. Good luck with your farm. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and your wife and I'd be sending three him off. I'd be
1: like, he'd he'd have a woman, and they'd be going off, and they'd have a family. You yes. know, and like a ne- like a year from now, and you'd be dying. Yeah, and I and I would have died already. Life expectancy being well, what it was. For Lily, um, we gave her a
0: journal, and then I wrote so she does the writing. Why? Well, yeah, it's like write me something. No, I wrote a big thing at the front of the journal that was basically a very similar thing like, hey, th- this is my fatherly perspective on where you are and you know, this is a big trip for you. And then it, there was inspirational assignments. Like, I I want you to write in this journal to remember the things that are happening. I want you to write something every day. You know, I, I probably got a little overbearing. It was like, write something in a journal every day and here's a list of questions that will fill a half a page <laughs> Uh, of me just writing those out, of questions that you can ask yourself and reflect on. Like about okay. the culture and how things are different and I just, you know, I wanted to empower her to
1: reflect and remember stuff. You gave like thought starters. Thought like, you, starters. you created like a journal that you could have sold to any child a who work, was going to China. China. A workbook, yeah. That's a business idea. <laughs> you know, you find out where the kid's going and you give them a series of questions. And then when she came back, she was like, "Look at all the pictures I took." Ooh, she didn't answer your questions.
0: Well, I mean, it she was, still have It's the her prerogative, you know. I mean, I think that I don't know if she wrote in the journal every day. I don't. It, I didn't feel like it was my business to you police peed. the journal. It was like, hey, this is you know, maybe I'm actually being a little overbearing and giving specific assignments, but you Th- know, that's
1: how I would interpret it. But it's okay, you right? Can, I, know.
0: I know I have a tendency to do that, so that's why on the back end, I'm like, I'm not going to demand that I read the journal. I mean, it is her journal. Uh, she it was her prerogative to write stuff in it or or not, yeah. Um, and that's again, that's the best I can do. I can still I can give journals, I can give cards at Valentine's Day that say how amazing she is and things like that. I I, I think the the best we can do is when you know, it's whatever life throws at you, uh, and our kids that they that they're able to respond and it and life doesn't crush them, but they. But they own it, you know it's like i'm I'm grabbing life by the by the horns. The I want to be a proctologist, I'm gonna do it well that's not the horns. I understand <laughs> what that what that means, but that's what I want to do with my life. I've told her that she probably shouldn't do it, but she's into it. I was trying to bring it back to proctology. <laughs> you're not biting that's okay no. um but I mean I, I can talk about this um. We, you know, you know, I'll tell you guys. I took, speaking of Lily, we took her in for just an annual checkup. And uh, the doctor diagnosed, well, the doctor said, you know, they always check for scoliosis. I think it's just something you do mm-hmm. every year. They did it for us in school. Well, that, she, they had concerns, sent her to a specialist. And then, to make a very long story short, she was diagnosed with uh, severe scoliosis. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we get the X ray. The specialist looks at it, and we look at this thing. And her back is like an S. I mean, it's it just it floored us. And you know, um, we when we were driving to the specialist, we knew that she had she had curves. We had you know we had done research about, uh, well, given certain measurements, does that mean that? There's going to be bracing that she has to wear a brace right. as she goes through puberty, as she goes through a growth growth spurt, um, to not correct it, but just to to stop the curve from getting worse. So that after she's through a growth growth spurt, is something that many people are just live with and have an, a normal life, even though their their spine is curved. Um, or does this mean that does this mean something more? Does this mean surgery? or some other course of action that the internet and the first doctor hadn't told us yet. Mm -hmm. So on the way to the specialist, I'm riding, Lily's riding with me and then Christy's driving separately so that I can leave and come to, I have to come into work. We had to shoot something uh, that day. And so I was gonna take her, have some time with her and then she was gonna ride back with Christy. And I just remember telling her on the way there, um, based on, the measurements of your curves and the research that i've done on the internet uh which is all the information i can find so far i just feel like you know whatever it is we're going to we're going to figure this out we're going to get through this but you know it uh, i'm i'm confident that it's not going to be surgery the doctor's not going to tell us surgery mm-hmm. like i actually told her that i just felt i felt confident based on how the curves were measured right but then when we get in with the specialist, his measurements uh, were a more accurate, you know, that's why you go to a specialist for the specialization. Yeah but and they were worse. And, you know, I, I think in retrospect he he he's dealt with this so much he knew that it takes a while to sink in. He gave us all the information and it was in the in a masterful way. But it just is is almost impossible for it all to sink in. But basically, the first thing he told us was, "Um, uh, these are where her curves are. This is what this means. This is this. These are the these are the facts. This is what research has taught us. This is what experience has taught us. Therefore, we're recommending spinal fusion surgery for Lily. Of course, it's me, Christy, and Lily in the room, and mm-hmm. he's ex- he's explaining a lot of it, um, and." I just didn't think he was gonna say that you know so it like it it absolutely floored me like Chrissy and I were just speechless and uh, the doctor uh of course, he was very understanding and he, he he allowed us to ask questions, but there was that moment where I was like i don't I don't know what to say we're gonna have to regroup on this but mm-hmm. then like you catch your breath and you ask questions, and we we asked some clarifying questions about what that meant what the
1: what all the alternatives were uh, well and to clarify because it's such a major surgery i mean you because a lot of people will be like don't don't get surgery I right. d- d-. so i mean right. you've gotten a second opinion you you've, we got you've a, talked to yeah, multiple people yeah we've
0: gotten a, we've gotten a, i mean since then yeah we've gotten we've got a second opinion and a third opinion and we've explored many other options many different types of procedures and come to the conclusion that uh, yes, this is the right decision for for Lily, but it's not the decision, and so surgery is scheduled for uh, not too far down the road, but. Um, right. And it's like, you know, it's pretty much the whole middle of her back, you know, it's like. It's major. It's major. Um, but in that moment, when we're sitting there, I look at Lily and like we're floored, and I mean she was surprised, but I was I was just I was surprised that her reaction was. Well, I know what I want to do, but I want to hear what you guys think. Like that's what she said. So then we were like, well, this is not an easy decision. It's probably not we're not we're not gonna make it right here in the in the doctor's office. Um, We're gonna have to think about this and and look at all look at all of our options. Right, and she was like. You know, if, if this is what needs to happen, I'm ready to do it, you know. If the surgery's the right thing, I wanna do it. And mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't, her first reaction wasn't fear, it was, um, okay, if this is how we have to move forward then let's do it. You know, I was, I reflected on that a lot, and I was, you know, what we left, I mean, we left the, doctor's office we went out we got in the van and it was like the three of us and like we talked about it some more and we cried you know all three of us cried cuz it it was it's of course it was and it is very scary mm-hmm. but the fact that you know you know as a 13 year old to be struck with with such uh you know scary news that it, she wasn't dominated by fear. She wasn't debilitated by it. Mm-hmm. She was able to, uh, you know, have. I I don't know if the, you know, I don't want to say it was a mature response. Uh, for her, it was her her honest response was okay. Let's let's engage. Let's let's figure this out. And she they, handled it better than she handled you it better than I did. Than yeah, did. Yeah, than I did sh- certainly. And you know, uh, we've had more conversations. There's been more tears. There's been a lot of I mean a lot of just being honest and staying on the same page and trying to figure it out. But I mean it's, my point is in, you know, it's times like that that you figure out who your kid is as a person It's and you start to look at your kid not as a kid anymore but, but as another human. You know, it's like it could be, um, yeah, it could be you,
1: it could be me, it could be, you know, well, stuff's gonna hit all of us. And what you and realize you, is that you, you know, we like to take a lot of credit for things, you know? Right, right. But the fact is is that her response to that situation is not something that you taught her or your wife taught her, because I know you and your wife yeah. and know that if you were personally impacted by that, you would, and if I was personally impacted by that, like I'm, we've already established I'm a hypochondriac. I, I, it's in my genes to just worry about that. Like, if I was facing that, you know, you, I've told the story before when I found out that I had uh, herniated discs, which can, in some cases, ex, some extreme cases, result in a spinal fusion surgery of just a couple of vertebrae. Yeah. I fainted when the doctor told me that I had right. herniated discs. In the room by yourself. And he, then when he, he came- told me, and I, he left the room, and then I fainted because I was freaking out. And you, know, you came to before he came back in, and then you acted like nothing happened. Yeah, and I, th- but so I, but I think we should take <laughs> some comfort in that. Yeah, uh, all of us as individuals and as parents, because the fact is, is that you do what you can. Just, this is not uh, this is not advocating for not parenting. This is a, this is advocating definitely for parenting and supporting and being there, but it's also kind of taking the pressure off yourself because you could not have done anything to prepare lily for that situation because you personally as a mature adult were not prepared for it but it was in her disposition to be prepared for that moment uh, uh, i mean
0: and it it it's it certainly and it's not like it's easy for her. i'm not well, saying that it's a little bit it's 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 both factors i mean you d- you do everything you can to raise your kid and and demon- i mean we you go it's not the first hard time we've been through um and you, you you figure that out as a family, everything you go through and you learn from all that stuff. I mean you,
1: we are we are having an impact on who our kids are. Well yes but but I'm saying but that's that side of it is the side that you always hear, right? That's the side that yeah. you hear in all the parenting books. I mean parenting books, the whole parenting book market is completely based on the presumption that you can have a drastic impact on the lives of your children and you can. But that, that sells books and it gives people jobs and nobody wants to hear, well, your kid is also, from, for a lot of other reasons, both nature and nurture and things that are outside of your control, going to be a certain way. Um, no, that, that's, nobody wants to hear that because it, means it makes you feel powerless and it makes you feel like you don't have a lot of control. Um, but it doesn't mean that it's not largely true. In fact, uh, I was listening to a podcast I can't remember which one it was but uh, like one of the foremost child psychologists was the guest on the show mm-hmm. and uh, he was basically saying exactly what I'm saying right now I'm not I'm no expert he is actually an expert and he's like there's a lot of people out there who claim to know a whole lot about uh psychology of children and what we have found through there's no. Every study has been very inconclusive and actually what our research tells us when you look at all the research is that in a large measure, kids are gonna be who they're going to be. Uh, doesn't mean that parenting is not very important and that you put kids in one situation on one side of the earth and another kid in another situation uh, that their circumstances are definitely gonna determine many things about their future and their outcome but Uh, Personality makeup and disposition uh, is, a big part of that is gonna be determined by genetics. And, And then there'll be some very formative events that can kinda send things in different ways. But as a parent, I mean first of all, I think there's a balance here because our wives have been the ones who've read all the parenting books and have like obsessed about you know they've homeschooled the kids. Yeah, they, to to they, their credit, they've 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 invested all this time into, and I think there's been a, a immeasurable impact. So I don't want to diminish that. Um, at the same time, I, I, we can take comfort in the fact that it's like, okay, we do what we can. But in the in the in the midst of a, of a real trying moment like this, like her finding out that she's got to have this surgery. It's like that that response that she's gonna have that's kinda largely determined by who she just is. Mm-hmm.
0: And I wanna make sure that in sharing the story that and I'm I'm just concerned that I I don't wanna make sure I'm not leaving a lot of unanswered questions that people would be concerned about. In ter- like, yeah, right. <clears throat> uh having not like calculated exactly how I wanted to talk about it or anything, uh as uh, in terms of like when is this thing, we're talking like early May, so there's, I mean, it's, it's, um, I guess I I, I owe you an update, uh, after that point, but uh, yeah, we feel very, I don't know, is there any unanswered, uh, no, I mean, I-,
1: I think you covered it that she's, you know, the surgery is definitely the best option given her circumstances, and it's going to be a a serious spinal fusion surgery with a pretty long recovery time, but um, the uh, there's lots of people who've had the surgery. Lots of you can go. There's lots of people on YouTube. Well, that was interesting. You who've know, had you, who've made YouTube videos about their journey. Yeah, I came back. Surgery. I
0: came back. It, we were in the van. We we were when when I said that like we were crying together, and then we I I still had to come in. <laughs> you know, it's like. I was I think because of some sort of circumstance with like us going to Sundance, which then I wasn't gonna go to Sundance, and then Lily and Christy both told me to keep our plans to go to Sundance, even though it was it I didn't want to go and I didn't want to leave them at that point uh they wanted me to go, and that turned out to be a good situation for all of us for that to happen. Yeah, we
1: had to come in and shoot
0: Good Mythical Morning. So we had to come in and we had to shoot Good Mythical Morning uh, before we left for that. But th- So then I'm driving in alone and I'm just thinking, I can't, I you know, I knew that we had to shoot and I was like, I can't talk about this because then I, we wouldn't be able to shoot the episode. Can't remember what the episode was at this point. Um, And then it's like in the drive in and just, uh, that was kind of the conclusion. It's like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about this because I'm gonna get upset. We won't be able to shoot. Uh, we can talk about it. Well, later, which is like, a, tell you which is
1: it. an interesting. Uh, I think a lot of people, you know, we're not vloggers, right? I mean, we we're, we do unscripted video when we do Good Mythical Morning, and it guess it can technically be. Uh, classified as a vlog, right? But we're not uh, like family vloggers who are like, "Hey, we're letting you into our family and yeah. and giving you this insight." We we make a show. We make a show that has a very specific purpose, and the primary purpose of Good Mythical Morning is to entertain the audience and to give people a break from the bu- the bull crap. Yeah, because I that mean, they, everybody's
0: that, got stuff. Everyone's learning yeah. the same type of information that Lily learned that morning, and you know, watching our show. Is a is a reprieve, you know. I want pe yeah. people when they get you know that bad news that boy, they can count on our show to be a reprieve in those you know fifteen minutes. And or people may
1: say, "Listen, no, but if you guys are going through something super serious like that, just stop and tell us or make the show about that." And it's like, uh, "No, we're not going to do that. We we're gonna we're, we're talking about it on Ear Biscuits." Yeah, you know, I mean, th- th- that's another reason to do Ear Biscuits. We're gonna talk about things like this that we're not going to bring into good mythical morning because that's not the purpose of that show. It's not it's not designed to be this open book into our lives. It's designed to be it's a particular type of entertainment. Uh but ironically, I was trying to remember
0: where I was going with that. But okay, so when I came in, I I had enough breathing time on my drive in uh that when I I didn't make an active decision, but I I walked into our office before we had a shoot and you were like tell me about it and then I'm not going to be like I can't talk about it right now I just told you about it and it was like it actually made me feel better to just be able to talk through it cuz it's like okay I'm I'm a, such a verbal processor that I can if I stay inside of my own head it would just be like a fear cycle hmm. of this is horrible so it was it was helpful for me to field your questions and then it's like, you know, you started looking on the internet immediately. <laughs> right. But it, um, we pulled up YouTube videos, That the irony is we, talk, we said we didn't talk about this stuff on YouTube but then we ended up finding a lot of people, mostly girls, I mean so many girls. It, 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 well it's actually much that, more common in females. Yeah, so. who are like uh, beginning to go through puberty at that age or whatever, who um, the type of scoliosis it's ca- I can't remember the name right now, but basically the name says they don't know why, where, it, what causes it. Um, that's in the name of it. But uh, a lot of these girls have put their my scoliosis story, and a lot of a lot of them had the spinal fusion surgery, and it kind of vlogged through the process, or put their before and after pictures, and just kind of talked about the process. I think when you go through it, it's the type of thing. And we've met uh, other kids who. Were, are going through and have gone through the surgery and in person and Lily has talked to him become friends with some of them but our but the first exposure was YouTube videos that you and I watched that then I shared with Christy and Lily and that it it gave us a lot of comfort and confidence that we there is a there was a path yeah you know we we didn't know if it was our path yet but we know that it was a valuable path that these people, Went on YouTube, shared their stories, and we immediately benefited from it. Um, I think that was my point.
1: Yeah, it all comes back to YouTube. It's all about YouTube. Yeah, that's really they the monetize.
0: They monetize their surgery just uh, like we're monetizing this.
1: Without now. YouTube, we wouldn't be here. Uh, Link would had would have no hope. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Uh, not true, but. To bring it back to, again, we didn't know what the show was going to be about. This is what it has become. We, t- man, we took a turn here. We, 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 we open. We, we spread the cheeks. Spread the cheeks for the proctologist for for a good half hour, yeah. and then we opened our hearts. Man, <laughs> I mean, this is this is an ear biscuit. This is what makes a complete ear biscuit. It's not always going to be this, uh, but to round out the whole point of, of the show, I guess, which became about us getting older. I, I think um there's a few markers, right? There's a few markers. One is uh the being probed personally, but then there's this thing that I think I've experienced, I know you've experienced ever since I saw I held my first child Locke in my hands. You mean uh, Rocky? I, Rocky. You're talking about Rocky. Yeah. I was like, Oh crap. Oh no. I'm gonna worry a lot about this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Now, oh, I have to, wor- I have to worry about this child because I'm so concerned about them, and this is going to be difficult for me. You know, this I might like. Mm-hmm. You kind of like feel your heart like kind of change a little bit, yeah. grow grow a little bit, and become a little bit more vulnerable. And it, you're I don't saying want, you're the grinch. I don't want to be one of those guys. It's like true. you don't understand life if you don't have children. No, you have a lot more free time and can see a lot more movies if you don't have children. So there, That's there, pretty much what it boils down there, to. There are a lot of uh reasons not to have children. But M- movies, movies and, yeah, free, and free time, time just that, hobbies, the, hobbies. That's those are that's what hobbies, you mean, you no, know, the good life. Okay. Uh but the uh <laughs> when when you do have a kid, it it brings this sense of responsibility and this constant uh worrying about their welfare, you know? So with, with what, something like Lily's going through, it's just these kinds of things are gonna happen. These are the kind of things that you dread but they're the kind of things that you happen.
0: And it's out of your control. Even though the fir- our first thing was how did we not notice this? And is it our fault that it got to this point? Right. And you know that that's not the case but that's still the first thing you think because you wanna think that you can have control over something, especially if you really love it.
1: Yeah, uh, you were trying to summarize. That. Well, you know, that is that's where we're that's where we're at right now. We're we're in a place where uh, we're going to the doctor for ourselves and for our children. <laughs> that that's that's where we're at, and we're gonna keep doing ear biscuits. We're gonna we're gonna bring you a biscuit every week and to give you a little preview of what uh season 3 might hold mm-hmm. okay um it's going to be a lot i would say it's going to be a lot looser and a lot different and may go a lot more places and different places than previous seasons have gone yeah because we haven't planned it i mean I'm, i've well i would say we that- haven't even dis- we've discussed we haven't discussed what it will be. We've discussed what we don't want it to be. The same philosophy that I've been taking with my hair in 2017, yeah. and just letting it do what it wants to do, is the same philosophy that we're taking with your Biscuits. We're going to let it be what it wants to be. Sometimes it's going to be the two of us, sometimes we're going to bring somebody else. Uh, it's not, you know, the previous two seasons, the majority of the episodes were us just sitting down and doing like a very uh, uh, deep interview. With most often a YouTube personality. Right. Not saying that's not gonna happen, but that's not gonna be the main thrust of the show. We're gonna talk to each other a lot. We're gonna talk to other people. We may be talking to you guys at some point, taking your questions. we, we don't know. We're gonna keep it open. We're going to uh keep it loose, but keep it tight. And but the one thing we're gonna do sp- is we're gonna sphincter? keep we're gonna keep doing it. Not like the sphincter. a sphincter. Yeah. We're that's gonna keep just, it loose and keep it tight. We, that's what we almost called this uh this uh podcast, Sphincter. But uh But we didn't. Yeah. Think, and we don't thankfully we didn't. But that might be the name of the first episode. <laughs>
0: but if we take this podcast to uh Ugandan Tent, it may it may be called Sphincter.
1: Yeah. It may get a new name. Who knows? I don't know how it translates to Ugandan. Thank you guys. Leave a review on iTunes SoundCloud
0: or uh, you don't leave uh, YouTube reviews. You're
1: gonna leave a comment or a a like if you're watching this on YouTube. Also subscribe to the This Is Mythical channel for more Ear Biscuits and other content throughout the week. Thank you for being your mythical best. Yes.